Because you sounded fine in the in the testing. But she did not sound fine. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Centaurs with Keytars. I want to give a heads up. Um, I still wanted to air this episode. Uh, I really enjoyed my talk, as always, with uh, Janie Idaho, uh, pseudonym surfer. Um, but I will admit, and you probably know this from some of the episodes, uh, the sound has been inconsistent. We are still working on it, um, but it wasn't one of those things until we'd recorded probably a couple of these. Um, where we realized the sound was kind of back to being indifferent. We've te- we're testing some things out. Um, so I do want to apologize. You may have to turn this up again. Last uh, last week's uh, dating advice one had some pretty inconsistent sound. And I'll be honest, the one next week with Napkin Reynolds in studio is going to have some of the same uh, concerns. So again, you'll have to turn the volume up. And I do apologize. We are working on it. I think um, we recorded a movie bracket competition. Uh, that'll air in about two weeks. Um, I think it sounds a lot better on that. So I also don't want to cut. I don't want to just completely lose the material that we've recorded. So I just want to give a heads up. Um, thank you for your patience. Thank you for your support. Your support. Um, I've enjoyed doing this quite a bit and I want to keep doing it and I don't want to lose any of this stuff. So um, without any further ado, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is like a like it's professional. I know you were trying to like count me in or whatever. Yeah, yeah. no. Welcome to. Well, that, now there's a car here. Oh, there. Oh shit. Um. Huh. Okay. In front of the car now. They're dancing in front of the car. Yeah. Like, should I wave at them? I think they see me now. <laughs> yeah, wave. Back. They'll be leaving shortly. Look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. She's busting a move. She's getting it. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's where the thud came from, but. No. Um, wow. Okay. Sorry, easily distracted. Usually nothing else happens out here. No, that's... Recording. Oh, I kept it recording. Yeah. I... Pick it up. I stopped... Yeah, it'll pick up enough of that. Yeah. It was so perfect, though, because it got on the hood, and it was definitely, like, a Fox Body Mustang. Like... Yeah. And just something about it just screamed, like, 90s, like... Yeah. Music video to me. Yeah, no, I thought, like... It was like reality bites or clueless and someone like yeah. just graduated from college or passed their driving test. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, sorry, we uh, we were j- literally just started recording and then someone um, <laughs> drove, up into dro- parking lot. drove up into the parking lot and started twerking with the car and dancing and... Um, and Janie Idaho here waved at him, and then they waved back, and but they're not a threat. Yeah. And that was a few minutes after there was like a large thud in here before we started recording. I don't know where the thud came 
yeah, that they might still be here. So I think, yeah, I mean that that Slender Man, he got out from the ceiling. So welcome to Centaurs with Keytars. I am uh, fifty Centaur, I think. Is that good or not good? Yeah, I didn't come up with it, so that's probably why it's good. Get discovered by a a Minintar. I was trying to like do a Minotaur. A Minotaur. But a Min. For some reason, I can't do it. Minin and Minotaur together. Eminem and Tar. There we go. Eminem, yeah. Marshall Mathers is a Tar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. M and M, because his name yeah. starts, it's M-M. Mm-hmm. Wow. You just discovered that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they would talk about that in 8 Mile, but they didn't talk about it in the song 8 Mile. Yeah. No. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff to cover. It's probably a cut yeah. scene. Yeah, so we're here hanging out, and uh, we actually have a theme, um, and it's kind of an idea that I had had was just uh, some things about like when we were, things that when you were a kid, a child, that scared you, and then when you were an adult, it does not scare you, um, because that was a reminder of that, because uh, someone posted on Facebook a terrible reminder of a story from my childhood about a young girl who had a ribbon around her neck. Yes. And um, do you, I think you know more clearly than I do that the story goes on that. So she like lives, she marries her love and they mm-hmm. grow old together. And then on her deathbed, like she won't tell him the whole time what the green ribbon around her neck is. Yeah. But then. Whenever she's like, I love you, I'm dying, and then he removes the ribbon and her head falls off. Yeah, that creeped the fuck out of me when I was a kid. Yeah. And it still kind of creeps me out. Yeah. A lot, actually. It, yeah, no, it really does. I think that's the only story I remember from that book. I was trying yeah. to think there's one other, that it, the um, boy with the brass buttons, I think, might have been in there. Oh, I thought you made that up. I thought that was just you were talking to... About a boy with like buttons on his pants, and then yeah, I might be misremembering it, but there's just like a ghost and like the little kid that played in the house would play with this little kid ghost. Okay. And then like something like they found this skeleton in like the chimney or something. Yeah. And like all that was left on like that they could identify were the brass brass buttons. buttons. Yeah. Wasn't that also the book where it had like the the lady who like asked for a ride or something and then got a ride and then like the dude who like picked her up and gave her a ride home described it to like the, someone at a like gas station. They're like that. There's no one that lives at that house. That house that that person died 30 years ago. Yeah. I remember that one. And then they referenced that on like my favorite murder all the time. We're like that. Yeah. There's no one that been in that house for 30 some odd years. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, that book creeped the shit out of me. Just the idea of a, head's gonna fall off yeah i don't like that do you remember any other stories from your like are there anything from your childhood that like we're gonna get real deep here is anything from your childhood that actually scares you now still because that does not freak you out you said it did but it, it clearly doesn't as much as it does me so i don't get i don't know one thing that will always get me freaked out over other things mm-hmm. is like like in watching horror movies or even seeing it in real life, like blood doesn't bother me, but seeing somebody get injured really badly bothers me. Like even if they were to like break a finger or something, right? Yeah. Like it really bothers me to see that. It freaks me out. Yeah. So when I watched Pet Cemetery for the first time 
and the little baby is underneath the bed mm-hmm. and slices the doctor's like Achilles. Oh yeah. With like his his own scalpel. Mm-hmm. And so when I was a kid, it was like because I watched it when I was like nine years old, way too young to be watching it. Sure. But so I would always like turn off my light at the light switch, and my bed was like maybe three feet away. Uh-huh. And I'd just do this like flying leap onto my bed. <laughs> so no one could cut your Achilles. Yeah, and still to this day, I don't like like to sit at the edge of the bed and have my feet like. Like, I, I'll do it, but I don't right. really like it, especially at night. And if I'm, like, home alone, I, won't, I don't know. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had a thing where, like, uh, my mom, I remember we had gone to, I was, like, seven or eight, and we had gone to see a, my mom and my brother and I had gone to see a movie at, um, it's a Walmart now, but it used to be, like, uh, the Jones store and, like, a dollar movie theater. It's that, uh, if you're going on, like, I-70, like, right before you hit, like, the stadiums there's like mm-hmm. that that big walmart there yeah that had been for like the longest the time Mall. yeah 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 that's where i learned i learned how to drive a stick in that uh once they already shut them all down but before they demolished it mm, the, which was a long time they it was just hanging out there for a while yeah my aunt took me up there and attempted to teach me how to, i was 15 i only had my permit at the time right and if i recall correctly she had to get tires after that <laughs> <laughs> Did she, it probably wouldn't have been at that time, but when we went, my mom was like, watch under the cars because there are stories about people cutting people's Achilles. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. And it freaked me the fuck out. And I'll think about that every once in a while and I'll like look under my car. Listen, my brother, he is like, I have so many stories of, how not to live my life because of stupid shit my brother <laughs> Yeah. Like, I don't know, getting sprayed by skunks that you tried to sacrifice me to last week, but that's fine. That's another point. He was walking in between cars at, like, the front of cars. Turn off your mic. <laughs> he was walking in between the fronts of cars in, like, a parking lot. Mm-hmm. And one of the cars had a bent license plate, and when he walked past it, it slashed his leg open. The fuck? Yeah. Really? Yeah, like just totally like I think if they had gotten in an accident and that's why it was like smushed forward. Right. It was also kind of sharpened at that point too and it just like sliced like with this huge gash in his leg. Oh god. So I, like I won't ever like I don't walk in between the fronts of cars <laughs> because of that. It's like trailer hitches kind of, you know. Like, yeah. Like, you don't want to walk like not pay attention and hit them when you're walking. Yeah, I don't like walking in front of cars. Oh god, no, I don't like I don't like that. Either I have worries about like um, if I sleep on like older beds of like like if you're staying at like an old, you know, an older house or like an old hotel room where just like the bed will have like little staples. Mm -hmm. And I always worry I'm going to like slice my leg open on those. I think I've like cut my foot before on something like that. But I was traumatized because in kindergarten, I stapled my thumb. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was like a there was a girl in the class who was my quote unquote girlfriend, and wow. yeah, and she had stapled stuff on the wall, uh, like everybody in the class had. And I'm like, I'm gonna staple this Donald Duck on the wall, and I just and to this and I just you know put it up, <sighs> and I just remember like blood gushing out of my thumb and like the in like the sink and like the nurse's room and me just like sobbing hysterically. Yeah, I guess I was, I was thinking now, like as an adult, it wouldn't make that big of a deal if you like stapled your finger. You probably wouldn't 
bleed too much. Like it would be. No. But yeah, as a little kid, like tiny little fingers. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first time I remember like gushing blood coming from me. So it was kind of traumatic. I'm trying to think of other. Do you have any like things from? Like, did you ever watch a scary movie that like messed you up so bad? Uh. Freddy Krueger. Mm, yeah. Um, just the commercials freaked me out. Candyman. Candyman, yeah. Um, so I watched that when I was so young that I had made the connection somewhere in my little kid brain yeah. that like public restrooms and like Candyman were, and bees were all like synonymous. So I don't like using, like, when we go camping, I don't like using, like, a lot of the, like, latrines they have on campsites instead of actual toilets. Right. Because there's usually, like, bugs and stuff in there, and it'll be buzzing, and, like, all I can think of is, like, the bees and mm. Candyman. Oh, gross. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a good lesson, though. That's, yeah. You it's watch where you shit. and public bathrooms because of it. Oh, public ones, too? Well, yeah. Well, out in the open, like, yeah. outside? Like you can, you can probably you're safe in like a Walgreens. Yeah, maybe I guess. Yeah, they don't have a lot of bugs in it. A lot of people don't know they have bathrooms in there. Those are my go-to if I'm doing a road trip. I'll look for a Walgreens or a CVS. Yeah. They're tucked in the back. There's not a really big sign. Usually pretty well maintained. Usually only employees use it. There's usually one almost at like every exit. Yeah. Depending on where you're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's my tip of the day. Hmm. Yeah. Good to know. Pharmacy. Do you know how you clear out a truck stop bathroom? Uh, you shit on the floor? No, you just gotta go in there and, like, just be vomiting so violently. <laughs> you're screaming at the top of your lungs, because I did that. And it was, like, at least eight stalls, and they were all full. Yeah. I went in there, and I, we were leaving from my grandfather's funeral down in Joplin. My daughter had already been sick and, like, thrown up on us at the funeral to where my husband had to go buy new clothes. But yeah, so I start feeling Oof. sick, like, 30 minutes in, and I have to start hitting up trucks, truck stops. And I got another story about that, but, like, I feel like it's not – we just save it for later. No, that's fine. It'll probably lead into – it'll probably be good to follow this story about the last time I vomited in a public restroom. So, okay. So, I told you – a lot about vomiting, which is yeah. funny because I don't actually vomit all that much. I don't either unless pot is involved. So, I told you I'm allergic, and I had forgotten I was allergic to pot from, like, North Carolina a couple months ago. No, it's pop from here too, because this story is from like a year ago. We went to this went to this bar, and I've been drinking quite a bit. Another night where I was like, you know, tossing back like a lot, and I don't usually drink a lot and or hold it down well. Yeah, I think because I've gained a lot of weight since college, but like I was feeling pretty good, and it's like, hey, do you want to smoke some pot? And I'm like, again, great idea. Yeah, drunk you always thinks it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then it's like a huge blunt, and I go too much, and I'm like within like same reaction, slowly walking in. I make a, I like have water in my hand. I'm like, just set it down and head towards the bathroom, and I'm in the bathroom stall vomiting for like half hour. Yeah, easily. I think I, I think I cleared it out. Not as much as the truck stop because there are drunk people that need to pee. Yeah, but I'm just hanging out in there trying to call an uber and then they keep arriving and i keep saying like (laughs) i am 
can you hold on he's 10 kicked out of uber that, that day like they're, they're like no just he's blocked forever he sh- i should have been yeah but uber doesn't have the highest standards yeah. um no but i just remember being like hey i'm vomiting in the bathroom i'll be there in five minutes and then it's like oh my ride's gone now <laughs> you know it costs you like if you throw up in your uber you have to pay like it's like 150 dollar cleaning yeah because like so. i finally found an uber when i had sobered up a little but not completely because we had to pull over again on I-70. She did pull over because she didn't want vomit in her car, and I threw up on the side of the road. Oh, that's, that's nice. She wasn't. She gave me water, but, yeah, she let me know very clearly, you're not throwing up in this car. I will pull over. Tell me ahead of time. Yeah. And I'm like, I think those days are d- Yeah. Yeah. Um. And now your vomit? <laughs> you want me to finish my truck stuff on it? Sure. Yeah, so we were... Um, it's the dessert in this vomit story, so... So we stopped at the first truck stop, like, the first time that I needed to throw up. And I made it almost halfway, so I was really proud of myself because I started feeling sick way before that. Right. And so we made it to the truck stop, and I go in, clear out the bathroom immediately. You can actually, like, it, what sounds like running. Like, <laughs> people, like, and then, like, the nonstop, like, the paper, paper towel dispenser, like, everybody washing their hands, and you can just hear them, like, them coming out, like, immediately, and everybody fleeing. So I um, come back out. Husband's bought me some Dramamine because he figured, like, maybe it would help settle my stomach for the rest of the ride home because, like, he knew that if he got me Pepto, it would just send me into vomiting again. Yeah. And so, <laughs> this is so gross. Most often, like, if I do vomit, it comes out of my nose most of the time. And it, like, it really sucks. And that's why I hate vomiting so much. And I, like, will do everything not to vomit. That sounds painful. Yeah. Yeah. So, I take the Dramamine. As soon as it hits my throat, I start gagging and throwing up all over again. And when I do, the Dramamine gets launched up into... Like, you know, like in between your nose and your throat and just like sits there and gets stuck. And anytime I try to clear it out, it makes me gag more and start throwing up more. But it's burning back there because it's like a pill. And then so I was like, okay, just calm down. Quit trying to get it out. Like it will dissolve still. Just don't panic. Like I'm trying to talk myself through this. But as it's back there and dissolving it just keeps on dripping down and every time it drips down i am throwing up (laughs) and at this point i'm throwing up basically like foam because of like it just from that medication back there oh my god it was the worst experience ever so did you look like you were rabid yeah so then we stopped in the next truck stop uh he was also smart enough to get me the biggest styrofoam cup they had at that one so i was able to make it like maybe another 30 more minutes and then um, we had to stop at another truck stop. And I came in, and they all looked at me like, so I'm like, my hair's all stringy at this point. I'm kind of like half sweating. I'm totally ghost white. I'm shaking. And like, I just look like I am strung out on so much. <laughs> and I instantly like came in and went to the bathroom like, didn't say a word to anybody, and then just, like, walked over and took the, another one of the, like, the biggest styrofoam cups back out. Just, like, didn't... Yeah. Like, did any of these places... They all sound shocked. Were any of them, like, oh, yeah, it's another night? <laughs> well, yeah, I feel like the second one where I went in, and, like, I obviously, like, 
time, but it did look like I was probably strung out. I, the town that it was in, it wouldn't surprise me if they have like a lot of, like that's pretty common. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I'm just thinking of like this time that I went to uh, Casey's General Store in Not a Great Neighborhood and just bought a bottle of water. And the lady's like, wow, I've never seen someone just buy water. <laughs> it's like you from those experiences and that Casey's general store would fit in just perfectly yeah. <laughs> yeah. we had a friend that um it's like sunday and i think we were watching football or whatever and everybody was drinking beers and she ends up like she didn't pass out she's not that drunk but she like fell asleep on the couch so we put this huge gecko tattoo on her forehead like fake tattoo uh-huh. on her forehead and then, like, woke her up and convinced her to go straight to Casey's with us. And she's like, hold on just a second. Like, I need to go to the bathroom. And we're like, no. Because <laughs> we didn't want her to see her. Like, right. Her, and then, like, one of us walked into the store in front of her and was like, shh, don't tell her. pictures <laughs> <laughs> of her doing this whole transaction at Casey's with this big gecko tattoo on her forehead. That's awesome. Yeah. We're some terrible friends. God, what was I going to... Is there anything that you thought was difficult when you were like a kid that now is like, that's not really a big deal. Like the dent, I remember like the dentist was like a huge ordeal enough where like, I remember like thinking, oh, okay, I'm fine. I have 17 days until I have to go to the dentist. Okay. Oh, now it's 10 days. It's getting closer, but it's still, and then like just being frightened about like going to the dentist is Counting it like three weeks in advance. Yeah. School start of school, I did that too. Um, I was really afraid of heights as a little kid, and like, and then like roller coasters and stuff like that. We had, when I was like five years old, we went to the like fair in downtown, and they had mm-hmm. a Ferris wheel. And I had to have been like four, three, four, five at the time. And I obviously I'm remembering it as being that age, but we got stuck up at the very top of the Ferris wheel for like 30 minutes. Oh no. So like I got, I think after that, like I was really afraid of heights and then carnival rides and stuff like that for the longest time. But now I just don't like, it doesn't bother me at all anymore. Really? Yeah. I had, yeah, I had that with like, I think I was, when I was a kid, I was in like a, I think I was in like Sears tower or whichever one was the biggest. And I think they had an elevator that was like, clear glass so you could look and see how high you are but also look down yeah but looking down freaked the shit out of me i did not care for that at all yeah when i went to the um botanical gardens in singapore Mm -hmm. they have like they have two there's one that's like a dry like just cooler like temperature and then the other side is more like a tropical like real high humidity like and then that one it goes up super tall okay and it's got like this Like, you go up levels, but each level has, like, just these open walkways that's kind of, like, spiderweb out, but the, it's just railing along the walkways, and then the bottoms of the walkways are, like, like, open grate. Like, it's open. I mean, obviously, they're, like, small openings, but being, like, seven stories up in the air walking on that, like, I couldn't do that. And that was as an adult. Like, I couldn't do that. Ooh. Yeah, like, have you ever seen that documentary, Man on Wire? No, no one. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly. Okay, yeah, that was that was one. I didn't care for that. that. As 50 Centaur and Janie Idaho exited the studio, the duo were confronted by a series of angry goats. 
Oh, don't worry, those are just goats, said Janie Idaho. Fifty centaur, however, turned to his left and to his right, and sniffed the air, however briefly. I believe we're in skunk country now, he said. Don't be stupid twat, said Janie Idaho, very dismissive of feminism and female culture. Fifty centaurs immediately stated, please don't be so dismissive of female culture. Um, they were then approached by 18 skunks, each one fouler than the next. Janie Idaho, like a coward, cowered behind her car as 50 centaur uh, stood uh, gallantly and with his strength of a thousand forearms, even though he only had two, fought off each skunk until there was only one remaining. Janie Idaho, a fool, um, went to pet the skunk. No! 50 Centaur screamed and leaped, sacrificing his body so that Janie Idaho would not get smelled. I mean, scented by the skunk. 50 Centaur died that day, a hero. And a statue was immediately erected in his honor. I think I was distracted because you made an accusation on the air. I did not leave you. I did. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I did not leave you to be. <sighs> okay. I feel like. Right. I feel like I need, you tell a story and I'll defend myself because my character is being assaulted. Yeah. Words matter. Assaulted. Not anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. I don't I don't know. Okay, well I'll tell the story exactly how it goes. You tell the story exactly how it goes and then I'll tell the story exactly how it went. Well then yours will be a lie because I'll be telling the truth. Hmm. Yeah. Well so, okay. Well you go first. We are out after recording yes. last time. Mm-hmm. At our cars, smoking cigarettes, before mm-hmm. we leave. About what would you say that is like twenty yards away from the downstairs? Uh yeah. So far, your story checks out. We hear some weird noise that kind of sounds like a hissing cat, but kind of doesn't. And I said, what was that? And then we're watching the spot, and out of nowhere, we see a skunk running up the parking lot. Yeah. Basically, to go straight behind our cars, it looks like. But it's running at full speed towards our direction. Yeah. Somewhere I don't want to be. And you ran and got into your car while I was still out searching for my keys and my purse in the dark and you just left me until I yelled at you and then you came back. Okay. There's Where are the inaccuracies in that, please? I was unsure of what to do. I thought you were you were getting in your car, which you were because you were trying to find your keys. I had I had my keys. I didn't know what to do. The skunk seemed like it was getting behind our cars. It was a dangerous situation where I couldn't just leave. But, you know, what good would it do for both of us to get sprayed by a skunk? Well. Well. What if the thing would have been rabid and tried to bite me? It would not have, it would not have bit you. It would not have. It, I don't know. It was running at us pretty fast. It, it was chugging it, like chugging along up the it wasn't gonna like run towards you it's a small i mean it wasn't gonna like go to for your face it was running it was scared i i don't know either ha oh oh 
I don't know either. I thought it was going to be a sneak attack because when we first came, <laughs> it was like two of them. There were definitely two of them out there. I don't know if they were like fighting or right. if they were like it was meeting, whatever. But I thought the one running up the parking lot was just to distract us while the other one came around and then sprayed us. You think this is like <laughs> Navy <laughs> SEALs? What yeah. are you do? No, that's not how they work. They go and they're animals and they're scared. They're not SEALs. Hmm. They're not SEALs. <laughs> Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I had like a beach ball right now. Um No, see I didn't I didn't I didn't know what to do. Okay, roll reversed. I couldn't find my if I couldn't find my keys and you could have you found yours, would you have waited? Depends. Like if it would have just been like a second or two, then yeah, but after that point I would have been like, dude, just get in my car. We'll wait it out. Yeah, I could have done that. Oh, I did not want to do that because that I don't would be a smell. Yeah. But it would have been a. Listen, we have a septic tank. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know what to. I didn't know what to do. So I did a little like so a dance. Me, that was... But you would have abandoned me. No. You don't know that. I don't know that. I don't think that I would. I've not been put in that situation. We'll see tonight. I hope they do. What if they like marked our cars like a meter maybe now? Like but like barely marked the tires so we don't smell it, but they smell it just so they can come back and get us again. Like a meter made? Yeah, how they put the paint shot on the tires to make like make sure like to see if you've been parked there for more than the two hours or whatever, because if it doesn't move, then that means you haven't moved the car. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. It's like a little paint dot on your tires. That's vandalism. Well no, it's like a I think it comes off whenever you wash it or I don't. I don't care. I didn't know. I didn't know this. Hmm. You know what? I'm gonna catch him in the act. I'm gonna file a lawsuit against the city. What what city should I do this in? And then sue. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's how intense they are. So I, like, parked, like, a mile away. When I worked in Westport, near, like, what, like, basically right between, like, the plaza and Westport, they had this one guy who was, like, checking for tickets or checking for, you know, parking where you're not supposed to park. Mm-hmm. And I parked because there was, like, a, I think it was Bank of America before they tore it down was there, and people would park there all the time. So it's like, okay, shit. I'll, okay. Street's available. Today I'm going to park on it. They can give you a ticket for having expired tags. They can or they can't? They can. Yeah. And did. And I was I was like, what? I'm parked. I'm not hurting anybody. Your tags being expired is a non-moving violation. So even if the car is not moving, I think they can still ticket you for it. That's stupid. They shouldn't. That's none of their, that's none of their business. That's for the real police to give me a ticket. Listen, you sound like college me. <laughs> Yeah. I have this parking pass, and then I think it, yeah, it was my last year. They oversold the parking pass, mm-hmm. and so um, it 
every time I'd get there, I could never find a parking spot, like, anywhere within the vicinity of where I needed to be with my parking pass, like, the pass lots. So I'd go park over in one of the metered lots, and I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. I paid for this thing. I paid, like, $500 or something stupid for this thing. Right. I'm not putting any quarters in the fucking meter. I'm just going to park where I want to park because I already paid to park. Like, I'm not going to double pay to park. Right. Makes sense to me. And then they kept giving me tickets, and I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm not paying these tickets. Like, I'm going to go in there, and I am going to, like, tell them I'm not paying these fucking tickets because I already had this parking pass, and I was going to, like, just make them make all the tickets go away. And then, of course, like, I'd talk myself up in my head, like, practice everything I was going to say, and I'd get there, and I was like, listen, I'm not paying these tickets. She's like, okay, well, then you won't graduate. Like, <laughs> okay, here, here's your $67. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wow. They did not have that because I got plenty of tickets from the at MU on their campus for illegally parking and they did not they did not hold that graduating thing over me. They just kind of went into the ether. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Like the city was like a real city, but like, no. Yeah. That's a real hmm. shame on their end. Yeah. They could have they dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So- for not telling them off. You should have. Mm-hmm. Push it as far as you can and get a lawsuit going. Last semester, though. Like, God. What's that? It was my last, last semester. Like, I was, I was done. Yeah. So. So they, yeah, they had you. Yeah. Probably lied. Huh? They probably lied to you. They probably did. Are they going to not give you a degree because of $67 worth of parking I tickets? Know. Could have been. UMKC's weird to me because it's like not like a college. Like it's like it's like a city. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, what? Like, it's not like a camp. It, there's not a campus, so it's like it is. I didn't. I didn't talk about. I didn't mean the curriculum. No, you went to a real college. No, you went to a real university. Okay, I just meant um, like the campus setup is so weird yeah. and it doesn't seem like anybody's really connected with each other yeah. and it's just kind of like well, there's a lot of commuters also so yeah it's like yeah. this is my school job this is my job is going to school yeah and eating bagels yeah <laughs> i had a physics uh, course and um i don't know i think it was like my second or third physics course in college and like you had to like design a roller coaster and it had to have at least one loop, and you had to figure out like what the like all the altitudes and like the actual like curve itself, and how like to, for how fast the car was going, or how like fast it needed to go to go through the loop, and all this stuff. Like roller coaster tycoon. Yeah, kind of. But okay. You had to like you had to actually like draw it out and work up all the math of like how high the hills could be and like how you know how wide they could be and stuff, so that way it didn't go over the speed, but it didn't go too slow. Gotcha. Math, math. Math, math, mm-hmm. math, math, math. Yeah. I knew, like, what my final, like, because there wasn't really, like, a final answer, but I totally just went in there and I made the math work to make the right answers. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my professor is a super smart guy, but, like, this was one of those courses that had, like, 200 people in it, and so he's got to go over all of these. Yeah. So, sure enough, I got an A on it, even though I just I mean, I did it. Right. Like, made up math. Like, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm not bad at math, but at a certain point, that was just, like, way too much for my brain to handle. That's physics math. That's, that's different. I think he's just, 
Wow. So it was... Like at least she put all the work in. I don't even think he checked any of it. Like, is he checking to see if, like, it's where, like, people could die? Like, yeah, like, if <laughs> like if it's like, oh, no, someone would, like, that speed is not possible in this amount of time. Yeah. Someone would be beheaded. Yeah. And that... And would it be like a limit where it's like, okay, only one person would die, so that's like a C minus. But this one's so messed up on the numbers that this is a this is like, like oh the humanity, yeah. yeah, that that's a D plus. Yeah, because you still did the work, but you killed everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think there should yeah. be like a death toll limit. Yeah, got an A on that. Well, you had no deaths. I'm gonna guess if you got an A. No, I, I just, like, I seriously just knew how much and what the math should look like, but just started putting in answers that way they all lined up. It was, like, none of it was, <laughs> it was totally mad. Oh, man. Well, you got an i I'm just thinking, I used to do, like, chicken scratch. You, you would get, like, not extra credit. You would get some credit for wrong answers yeah. if you showed your work, and I would just fake chicken scratch yeah. and show, like, numbers and, like, 48 to the second. Divided by square root, yeah. squiggle, squiggle equals 13, question mark? Numbers and symbols. Yeah. Symbols. Yeah, that's how I got my C's, my C minuses in math. Yeah. I was not strong in math or any any numbers. Yeah. Numbers are bad for me. They're good for you, apparently. Yeah. So that's good. I just make them work in my favor. I should learn that. Yeah. It's cool. I don't use numbers I in my job. My What's that? I just make up my own math. Oh, yeah. That works. Two plus two is five. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe three. Depends on the day. Depends no, it's 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 five. I've learned it. Yeah. I've learned it. You, big consequences if it's not five. Yeah. Trust your friends. Um, it is not flat. How do they like? How is the? What is the logic on that? It's the you can't see the curve of the world. Earth is big. I don't really know, man. I don't know what makes them think that. I read a book once that was talking about how the Earth is flat, but it's because of how we're connected, like how it's no longer like, you know, weeks to get around the globe. Like things are so interconnected that like it's almost as if the Earth were flat. So I don't know if somebody just saw that title and then like pretended like they read the book. Could be. But in reality, they did not. And that's why they're like, yeah, the Earth is flat. I don't think they can get good pictures. I read a book about it. When it really was like when you need your Toshiba computer fixed and you like send it in, they like have you mail it UPS and then they actually have text right there at the UPS like hub to fix it right there instead of sending it all the way back to like the manufacturer. Oh, is that real or is that a conspiracy theory you just made up? No, that's real. Oh. At least it used to be. I don't know if it was UPS or FedEx or what it was, but yeah. Wow. I guess there are like a lot of companies that do that. That's that's a smart thing to do. But it caused a lot of flat earthing. Yeah. So. People just open a damn book and read it. Open, well, not not a flat earth book. No. Like it. Unless it's the one about how UPS fixes Toshiba computers. Then no, don't read it. They should do a tutorial. There was a lot more than that in the book. I just, that's the only part I remember. The UPS part? Yeah, for some reason. Was the book saying it is flat earth? No, it was saying, like, it was. This, my hand is a flat earth. I'm it, going back and forth on it. It was before the, like, big, big push for flat earthers. So it was more just saying, like, it, that they weren't saying that the earth is 
flat. They were just saying that we're so much more interconnected that things happen more quickly and you don't have to fly around the globe to do it. Like Right. Yeah. Well, I feel like that should be, like, just look at your phone and you should <laughs> just look at your, your telephone that you can watch videos on and pay things on it mm-hmm. and figure out, yeah, technology has advanced quite a bit. So your flat earth arguments maybe yeah. don't work. But how did that, like, where did the boom, the flat earth theory boom come from? I was thinking about this earlier. Okay. And I don't think that, like, I'm starting to, I think maybe I just have PTSD from the world at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't trust, like, anyone or any movement or any, like, thing like that. Like, the flat earthers and Donald Trump and, like, you know, like, I just assume that, like, the... People don't seriously believe this, but they're just, like, making up the most ridiculous thing to see, like, who can they can get to believe it. I think that's what... Like, for attention. Like, they know, like, I really, like, truly feel like some of them out there know that it's stupid, but they do it for attention. You know, honestly, I think that's how uh, QAnon got started. Have you heard about this QAnon? It's, it hasn't been in the news as much, but... Like six months ago, it was like a big like. Is that like the what was it the synodon out in California mm. like, that started in like the fifties or sixties or whatever? No, I know what you're. I know what you're talking about. Okay, what are you talking about? Q anon. It's Q anonymous, and it's this Q is some guy who's like a insider in the government, the FBI, who knows that Donald Trump is actually working on taking that everybody's pedophile and it's a large pedophile ring that the clintons and the obamas and robert Mueller and everybody's in on it part of that yeah part of that thing i think and it was started by some guy posing as q who's like it's all all connected and they'd be like oh okay then why don't you preview why don't you if you know all of it why don't you say something that's going to happen and it's like a fortune teller where it's like a vague sort of thing after it's like oh when i said this and you saw that the you know, I started, you know, the sentence with, with the letter T, and then this next paragraph was with the letter S. And then, of course, Taylor Sanford, Taylor Swift yeah. said she was, you know, going to get people to vote. And that's so how I... This guy thinks that he's... Um, what, um, the Illuminati? <laughs> no, no, like uh, Renaissance times. Uh, like. Oh, uh... I keep on Galileo. I do, too. I do, too. It's not... I know, um... God damn. Um, I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah, but the, the predictor yeah. that's not Galileo. Yeah, Nostradamus. Yeah. Nostradamus. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Nostradamus. Yeah. And how he, like, predicted, like, 9-11 and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the Mayan. Like, the Mayan. Wasn't, weren't we going to end? Like, wasn't the Mayan calendar said something about, like, 20, 2012? Yeah. It's going to. World. Yeah. What are they? How do they walk back these different religious groups or whatever that are like the world's going to end on this day and then it doesn't end? Like, what's your what's your what's your press release after the world has kept going on? Yeah, I don't know. I guess press re- if you say nothing, then it's you just ghost the wolf, like ghost everyone. Just don't say anything. Just disappear. Go- like walk off into the night. <laughs> you could do that. Yeah. Move somewhere else. Do you shave your head? Shave your cars and Yeah. She came back. She's doing good. Yeah. Um, do you ghost? Do you ghost? You haven't. 
had to date in a very long time. Yeah. We were talking, I was talking with my uh, ex-wife about that. She does, uh, I'm more of a ghoster than she is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still on the fence. I still, I still like ghosting. I still like disappearing. Yeah, I guess like, um, so I haven't had to date, but like I have had scenarios where like um, somebody will message me on Facebook and mm-hmm. be like somebody I know really well. And um, it seems like they're just asking me about like, you know, like, how's your life going? I haven't talked to you in forever. And then, like, if it's a dude, usually at some point I start to get uncomfortable, like, maybe he's trying to hit on me, and then I'll just, like, stop, like, opening the messages and act, like, so that way it doesn't show that, like, I've read them or anything, because, you know, like, if yeah. it's a, and then, like, if it's a girl, most likely she's trying to sell me something, because she's in some mark, multi-level marketing, like, yeah. hey, girl, how's your day going? Yeah. Oh, God, your baby's so cute. You want to buy this fucking makeup? <laughs> like, that's... Yeah. yeah. You want to buy some books? You want to join Nexum? Yeah. <laughs> or what was it? Yeah. No, that was funny. Were you seeing when then, um, the, the lady from Smallville was caught up in like that weird sex cult scandal thing? Oh, yeah. Um, Nexium, Nex. But yeah, it would show like her messaging different like famous people through Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, hey, I haven't seen you in forever. Hey, do you want to join a group that empowers women and is a secret society? <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's like sensey shit. <laughs> yeah. It's the multi-level marketing of cults. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know why but that reminded me of uh my dad used to have a nickname for um my mom's brother um because he would Okay, so that reminded me of sensey and that reminded me of like <laughs> passion parties. Oh, my God. Yes. It me of passion parties, and my uncle used to – apparently one of his jobs he used to have was he would, like, sell, like – No. Yeah. I thought it was only, like, girls, like, females that did it. Um, Dude, passion parties? I think he would sell – I don't know if he would have – if it was, like, in the that format because it was, like, probably the 80s. Yeah. And my dad would just <laughs> – I found this out after he had died, and I really, it's one thing I really wanted to talk to him about when he was alive, because he used to just refer to my uncle as the dildo salesman, and I had no idea until he was dead, and it's like, tell me everything. Tell me every time you used this description. Right. I'm not going to sit around and talk about this stuff with you. And like, what? Like we pass it around, like pass a vibrator around in a circle? Like, no, that's not. I went to one. Did you? I went to one with, with Lauren. Or, yeah, she has already said her name on. Yeah. I went to one with her. Yeah. It was, because it was with like, she got a, she, when she came to Kansas City, she worked um, at the same company that I used to work for like a year earlier. So I was like friends with a lot of those people. Mm-hmm. And so she did a thing through work, and I went because they were like, "Oh, we want to see, we want to see Josh." And I'm like, um, "Okay, this is kind of funny. This is gonna be kind of funny." And then we went, and like once they brought out like the swing, I'm like, um, "I want to leave. This is awkward now." That would be so awkward for me because like I would try to make that scenario be as embarrassing as it possibly could be. Yeah. Just 12 years old, really. Yeah. Like, one of my friends yesterday, she was telling me that her toddler had um, 
he's like he's gotten into this like pulling open all the drawers phase mm-hmm. and so he found the drawer yeah and then like so she started like moving it and then he would find like he kept finding where it was and then yesterday she caught him trying to put it in his backpack to take the <laughs> and so instead of like being like oh my god i'm so sorry that would be so embarrassing i was like Dude, if that ever happens and they call you from school, you're telling me and I'm meeting you at the daycare when you pick him up because I want to see that exchange of them having to give you your dildo back. Well, that's about as good a point they'll end it on <laughs> as anywhere. Uh, thanks for listening to Centaurs with Keytars. You can follow me on Twitter at Centaurs with Key. Um, you search Centaurs with Keytars. You can find me there as well. Follow. I do a lot of Fun. No, I don't. It's mainly just political griping. Um, thank you to Francis and the Foundations. Francis and the Foundation for letting us use their song Hey Man uh, at the top of the show. Uh, thank you to Septagon for designing our end credit song that should have a name. We should really put that on there. So thanks to everybody. Uh, see you next week. Mm-hmm.